Today on Lockdown Red Wings, Detroit Red Wings lose to the Arizona Coyotes 4-3 in a shootout, now riding a three-game losing streak. And fun fact, that was the Arizona Coyotes' first win in 10 games, breaking their nine-game losing streak. So we're pretty down horrendously this episode, guys. It'll be a fun one. Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. I am a podcast producer for the Daily J, WWJ News Radio podcast. Well, Scotty is the host over at Locked On Tigers, as well as a freelance journalist for the Detroit News. And welcome to our Vent Fest. Um, we, I literally just told Scotty right before hitting record, man. I'm like, dude, I don't even have any notes. I'm just mad. I'm just mad and I'm sad. And listen, I guess the best thing to lead off with is nothing particularly about the game itself. We will talk about the game itself, but we are going over this just before, and I just tweeted it out, so you'll know we are literally recording this right after the game ended. The Red Wings have not had a three-game win streak or better since November 17th to 25th, since Thanksgiving. Since then, they've had one, two, three, now four three-plus game losing streaks. So they're breaking up their losing streaks with the odd win here and there. That's bad. That is very, very bad. And now you are one game away from falling to exactly 500 in the point percentage meter. You're 18, 17, and 8 on the season. If you had lost this in regulation, you would be 18, 18, and 7. The fact that this went to overtime is what barely kept you above a 500 point percentage. It's just... Scotty, I don't know. I think that might actually be inaccurate because the the overtime losses keep that above. I'm reading that off the top of my head. But the point being here, Scotty, is this was bad. Well, the Red Wings' play of late has been bad. They played really well for the first 40 minutes, got out to a quick two-goal lead in the third, and then absolutely collapsed, which is the polar opposite of everything that had been happening of the last 10 game stretch where they would suck the first 40 and then make a comeback in the third. I don't know what needs to happen in the locker room or scheme wise on the ice for this team to not lose to the Arizona freaking coyotes. And if I could swear, if I was allowed to swear, I would be swearing here. To the Arizona freaking Coyotes, the night after getting absolutely pumped by the reigning Stanley Cup champions. We talked about this yesterday, Scotty. If this team can't come out and put six goals up on the Arizona Coyotes, riding a nine-game losing streak, playing out of a college ice rink, where 90% of the crowd is your team's fans. I don't know what else to say about this hockey team. We try so desperately to stay optimistic. We try so desperately to look at the silver linings. I just pointed it out. They played a great 40 minutes. They put 40 shots on goal 
against the Arizona freaking Coyotes and still could not win this hockey game. And yeah, snake bitten, whatever the hell you want to call it. You just lost to the Arizona Coyotes the night after getting crapped on by the Colorado Avalanche two days after losing to the worst team in the Metropolitan Division in the Columbus Blue Jackets. There is absolutely no consistency in this team. And looking over this record of late and realizing you haven't had a win streak since November. I, I it's the writing is on the wall, Scotty. This is a sell. It's a hard sell and the wheels have fallen off and it, and I'm fighting this internal battle right now, Scotty, where I'm trying so hard to pull myself off the ledge and say, okay, well, things have improved here. Things have improved there. Where are the improvements right now? Because I am struggling mightily to see it. The improvements to special teams that we saw early in the season have fallen off a cliff. The even strength play has been bad at the start of the season, has been bad the entire season. Defensively, as the season has gone on, they continue to look lost. And down the stretch against the Arizona Coyotes, again, one of the worst teams in the league and one of the worst teams at even strength, worse than you are, they dominated you in your defensive zone. You could not challenge them for the puck and knock the puck off the stick. I don't know what else to say about this team. We struggle. We, 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 we try so hard, Scotty, to stay optimistic night in and night out and look at the silver linings and point out where they've improved right now tonight. And yeah, emotions are raw and I recognize that, but I am struggling to see where the improvements are at on paper. This is a much better team on the ice. The product feels a lot like the same. The only thing I can say is at least you're not losing nine to one of the Arizona Coyotes. At least you're losing in a shootout to one of the worst hockey teams in the league. I mean, I I, I'm struggling to find the improvements right now. I'm struggling and I need, I need your help to pull me back off this ledge right now, man. Oh, well, thanks for having me on the show. I, I think that I, I'm not sure. I mean, this sucked. Like this, this was really brutal. Um, I think the biggest thing for me that I want to highlight is the fact that we talk a lot on this show about like we talk, we love our possession metrics. We love our, you know, like goals for percentage and like how dangerous the shots we're taking are and all that. And, and, and that's like, the, that's that those are all very useful and, and, and great. Um, we outshot this team by almost 20. And obviously we score the same amount of goals um, sans the shootout. There is something with this team that is just a, a massive hole on this roster. And it is just anyone, anyone that can consistently put the puck in the back of the net or that you can rely on on a night-to-night basis to put the puck in the back of the net. Again, the possession numbers, that, that those are great to look at. They give you a really a much better indication of, of who's controlling the game better than just shots or any of those more, less underlying numbers. And, and I love that we look at them. 
But at the end of the day, putting the puck in the back of the net is what actually matters. And that's what actually counts. And none of the possession metrics and none of the high danger, low danger, none of the heat maps, none of that crap actually matters if you don't have a single person on the team that you can look at when you're going into any game, even if it's against literally one of the worst rosters in the NHL, and go, that guy has a good chance of scoring tonight. We do not have a single one of those on this entire roster. There's no one that you can even look at and go, oh, like, yeah, that, that's that they, they could, they could score tonight. When the, the Red Wings did like the, oh, like, guess who scores the first goal of the night? It's a billion different answers. And that's not because the team's like super well-rounded and deep. It's because there isn't a clear answer. They don't have, and I know that like, look, th there were a boatload of problems in this game that I'm sure we will talk about all of them. But the biggest one to me was just that it doesn't matter how much you possess the puck, how many shots you get off, how many shots you get on net, how many high danger shots you get on net, how many shots you get in the slot. If you don't have a single goal scorer on your team, none of that matters. And that was easily the, the biggest point for me. It was the most frustrating point for me. And I, I – who's going to – someone might develop into one, I guess. Sure, not this year. You're not acquiring one at the deadline. You're right. This is another, this is another sell pieces offseason. No, no good team has ever been built without a single person – that's a quote-unquote, like, actual goal score. And this team has none. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess in segment two, we'll get to the actual breakdown of the game. But you're completely spot on, Scotty. I was talking about this with Kenny, a buddy of mine um, at the radio station, and we were having that conversation. You know, defensively, the Red Wings have a ton of really good prospects. And I understand that the philosophy here is build the back end. Don't allow goals, you won't score. But they don't have a single blue chip offensive prospect. You know, Jonathan Bergen is the most exciting player that you had yet to come. He's here and he's playing well, but he's not, he's not David Pasternak. He's not, you know, I won't say like Austin Matthews or Conor McDavid because they're the only players of the league that are like I that. Don't but even you know, need an, an hundred pointer. I, I just need someone who's like going into this season. You can go, Oh, 35 to 40 goals. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm not asking, I'm not asking for 120 points. I, I, I'm just asking for a, someone who you go like, they don't even have to be like the, like an elite level player, just somebody that you can point to and go, that's our goal score. Yeah. Yeah. That, you're spot on. We've talked about this before. And in tonight's game, it was accentuated. Uh, we got to get to an ad shots read on net don't matter if they're no. not good shots and they don't actually threaten going in the back of the net. No. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation, talk about the game itself. Uh, probably do a little bit more venting and ranting. You guys are going to have to hang out with us there. I'm sure you guys are frustrated too, but today I got to talk to you guys today about bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college basketball, NBA basketball, and the National Hockey League, 
season. They've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you even can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Segment two, Locked On Red Wings podcast. Yeah. Um, again, losers four to three against the Arizona Coyotes in a shootout. Three three game losing streak. Four. Can I just say I, I did the math before we got on air too. Yeah, go ahead. You talked about the losing streak thing since December eighth. This team has a two seventy seven winning percentage since since December eighth. And so in, in the last month and a half, almost, this team has a 277 win percentage. Well, for those and, keeping track at home, that is awful. That would <laughs> that would get you the first pick in the draft. We we talk about, you know, get whenever they win, using that win to build momentum. And they've had big wins. They've beaten the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've beaten the Winnipeg Jets. They beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. That was back-to-back. And we talk about then building that and carrying that momentum, even though some of those weren't pretty wins. We talk about just at least taking the good feeling of that win and carrying it to the next night, and they just cannot do it for whatever reason. And, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with what we talked about. The roster just isn't built to compete at a playoff level yet, which to a degree we knew. We knew this team wasn't going to make the playoffs, but we thought they would be competitive longer than this we thought they would be sitting just outside the playoffs we were hoping that sit just outside the playoffs we talked the only about, reason I, I think one of the terms we used was competitive hockey in the spring yeah and it's the middle of winter meaning has not i guess i should hockey. say meaningful, meaningful hockey in the spring and yeah. at this rate they're not going to have it at the rate yeah, no, i mean not not yeah if, if the last if if yeah, if now until or since December 8th is is any indication of what's to come, then yeah, that's certainly not going to happen. And again, first 40 minutes of this game, Scotty, the Red Wings dominated. I got off the ice of my hockey game, which was his own bag of tricks. We don't got to get into on the air. But we got off the. I got off the ice and I texted you. I was like, so what I miss? And you said after two periods, shots are 30 to 11. It's a 1-1 tie. And I knew immediately what kind of game it was a game where the Red Wings had all of the opportunities and just none of the finishing power, which then loops back to what you just were talking about. But I took solace in the fact that they were at least fired up playing a really good hockey game. And I, 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 I was trying to fool myself into believing, okay, the goals will come. And you know what? To an extent, they did. In the third period, in the first five minutes, Suda Perron, like a minute and a half apart, put the Red Wings up three to one. But then the Red Wings did what is the very opposite of the one thing that they have been doing in recent games. Instead of playing a phenomenal third period, they absolutely collapsed. In the it, first it was two- right at the 11-minute mark. You can yeah. see the play it happened, actually. You don't even have to, like, like oh, <laughs> no, there was a really bad turnover in our own zone, and the next 11 minutes were absolute mm-hmm. garbage. And that's, so 3-1, right? It's a 3-1 game. The Red Wings had a 67%, a 58% percent, Corsi 4 percentage in the first two periods at 5-on-5. Five five. Third period, 48%. You go to expected goals 4 percentage, Scotty, it is horrid. The Coyotes had a, a huge advantage in the quality shot attempts in the third period following the Red Wings taking a two-goal lead. 
it was a 66% advantage in the first period, a 74% advantage in the second period, and in the third period, 26.85 percentage. So yeah. this game was the polar opposite of what we had seen recently. There was a trend recently where the Red Wings would, again, play pad and then have a great third period. Prior to this trend, it was what we just saw tonight, where they'd play really well in the first two periods and then crap the bed in the third. The the consistent inconsistency of the team's inability of playing a full 60 minutes offensively, and when they are playing well offensively, still not finding the back of the net is insane. But the one thing that has been consistent throughout this entire stretch, winning, losing, good first 40, bad first 40, good last 20, bad last 20, is the defense's horrid play in the defensive zone. I don't mean just the defensemen. Of course, they are included. But I mean just, again, and beating that dead horse, the defensive scheme. God-awful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and I want to jump back to the, you know, like period-to-period inconsistency we've been talking about. It, it almost seems like the consistency at this point is if they play a good first 40 – it's going to be a bad last 20. And if they play a bad first 40, it's going to be a good last 20. And, and it's, it's, there's a lot of examples <laughs> in yeah, the last we six back. weeks. Right. And, and it's man, like off the top of my head, I don't know a single game where the Red Wings out competed the opposing opposing hockey team for the full 60 minutes, not even talking win or loss. Or I mean, I mean, I'm talking win or loss. I don't yeah, care if I they mean, won. I don't care if they lost. I'm talking just dominate the team. Toronto, right? I mean, that that's that's probably the closest we we've had to that. And that wasn't even really like outclassing. That was just like we hung. We we were like equal ish to them for about sixty, and, and like that had his own nebs and flows. That we're not bringing on a different game, but like it, it's it's just remarkable to me that they can. It, it it's so poor for two periods and then they can just like flip a switch and all oh, we're going to play a really, really good third or, or, or vice versa. Like we, we can look so good for, I mean, in this game, it was like 50, it wasn't even 40. Like they looked good for 50. They, they looked good at the beginning of the third. And then the last 10, 11 minutes, again, you can almost see the exact moment it happened. It was an absolute bleep show. And so it, it, it's, like the 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 poor defense is certainly makes it almost impossible to be consistently effective and, yeah. and consistently productive because you are constantly giving up high danger shots and something that that defensively not schematically necessarily but this four check for the first 40 minutes was objectively great like the, again they only gave up like like 10 shots, 11 shots through two periods. And like Halberg wasn't great. And we'll get to that later. Like the, and it was a really aggressive four check. And they were like, look, we're just the better team. Let's just close out gaps and go get the puck. Like we're better than this team. And then the four check just went to bed at the 11 minute mark in the third. And I, I don't know if it was a, a, an exhaustion thing. Like they were, you know, high motor, like constant forecheck, I guess can, can drain your battery a little quicker. Like, I don't know if it was that or, or, or if the game plan just switched for no reason, even though it was working, I don't know, 
but they like matched their shot total in the last 10 minutes that they did in the first 50. Not quite. That's an exaggeration. Oh, but only a little bit of an exaggeration is the messed up part. Like it, it, it's, it, just... was, it was 10 to nine. The third period was the shots were 10 to nine in favor of the right. guy. And they had 11 through two. So like it's 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 remarkable in the worst possible connotation. It's remarkable, and the like like you highlighted the defensive inconsistencies make it make it. Oh no, it's I consistent. Mean, it's consistently bad. No, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it, it's it, it makes it like I don't think it's unfair to say insurmountable. Like how can you possibly play sixty competitive minutes? on a night-to-night basis when you are constantly folding yeah. at, for at least one period in the game, not, nonetheless, like like three for, for a lot. Yeah, man. The, the last two minutes of regulation, it was all Arizona Coyotes. The Detroit Red Wings yeah, well, were yeah. just treading water. I mean, Ben Sherratt and Philip Ronick had a two-minute shift because for the last two minutes of regulation, the Red Wings could not get the puck out of the defensive zone. And yeah, there's something to be said about the fact that Sherratt and Hronik were out there for two straight minutes and they didn't get allow a goal. Cool. That's nice. But the fact that they couldn't get the puck out, not just Ben Sherratt and Philip Hronik, but the team as a whole could not get the puck out of the defensive zone for two straight minutes and regulation. They were, they did not earn that point in my eyes. No, well, no. I, I don't care. There, there, there are hard-earned points, and they were there are not hard-earned points. I, that was certainly a, a a collapse and a borderline embarrassment of a point. I don't care that you put forty shots on net and that they had like twenty-three at the end of the game. The Arizona Coyotes out hustled you in that third period, and you blew a two-goal lead, and they won in a shootout. They deserve the win in the end. Again, you want to know why they deserve the end, win in the end? Because at the end of the night, they put more pucks in the back of the net. It, it's just one of those games, like. Shootouts are dumb, by the way. Like that's yes. not even like a. That's not even like a. Oh, we lost this. What? Like I. I don't care if we if we won the shoot. I, shootouts are the stupidest thing. Objectively ever. stupid, but I'm not blaming that on the loss. And no, I know you. Oh, I know you aren't either. Please, no, not, not even remotely. But just like a side thought, they're also really dumb. Let me. We'll, we'll take a. We'll take a second. We'll take a breath. We'll get some ads in there. Unless you're YouTube premium, in which case you just fly right into segment three. And then we'll keep talking about this. Segment three, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I mean, it's one of those things like I, I'm looking at the statistics and yeah, some players had really good games. And I, I could see that by watching, you know, the half of the game I got to watch. Jake Wallman, again, had a really good game in my eyes. Um, statistically, that matches as well. 8.87 expected goals for 0.08 expected goals against a 91.19 expected goals for percentages. Corsi was 70% best player on the team borderline relative. It's just, there's a lot of players on this team that had fantastic Corsi, fantastic expected goals for percentage, but I almost just don't. And normally I'm like the big, like look at all the positions. I don't care today. I don't care. This is so much more than the possession numbers. You cannot lose the Arizona Coyotes a night after getting, not even a night, like you got more than 24 hours of rest because no, you played like, a matinee game. The, the the point I was trying to articulate earlier is, is that like at, at some point, the possession metrics stop mattering because everything beside no. possession you can't do. 
it, it does we talk about it all the time this team's defensive struggles are not due to them giving up a ton of shots it's not it has never been they 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 don't give up 40 45 shots even 35 40 like they, they give don't up give four up goals on 15 shots. shots yeah they they just give up 20 shots to everyone and still give up four to seven goals it seems like every night and like that's because the defense is, is porous in the slot it, it is it is swiss cheese there, there's 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 nothing there and like it it, it causes and you know the, again they do a a I, I don't have a hard time saying that this defense does anything like super well but they they don't allow high volume shots on a night-to-night basis but all the shots they allow were incredibly high danger so the possession metrics, yeah, of course they're the 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 and the you know goals for percentage and stuff. Of course it's not going to look terrible because you're you're uh, you're only giving up a few shots a game, but they're all going in the back of the net. And like on on the flip side, I mean, I already went on a rant earlier. We don't need to rehash that. But like uh, offensively, it's the same thing. Like you're getting a ton of shots, even a lot of high danger shots. But you don't have anyone in, in, in on the roster that has a consistent and, and solid enough finishing ability to take advantage of those opportunities. So, like, yeah, on a night-to-night basis, all of those you, you know possession metrics and goals for metrics and stuff aren't going to be terrible, and and it doesn't matter, and like it it doesn't it doesn't well articulate how good or bad this team is necessarily doing because everything around the possession metrics they are awful at yeah i i agree i uh thought cider and rasmussen had good individual games as well cider getting involved had an assist in the power play goal uh rasmussen with a fantastic individual effort to end overtime almost ended it um he continues to be a great you know uh i won't say star shining moment for the red, red wings sure. in the season but Lost on the year yeah I, it's Hard to find again, hard to find any real optimism in this game. So I'll give props to the players I thought played well, but in the end, you lost to a team riding a nine game losing streak, one of the worst in the league, playing out of a college rink a night after getting crapped on by the reigning Stanley Cup champions, and you still couldn't win. I mean, it's just, it's a bad night. It is in a, a bad night. And you know what? We got to talk about Magnus Halberg, too. The goalie situation is still coming into the season. We talked about the Red Wings low key, maybe having one of the better tandems in the league. With Nedeljkovic, hopefully we were banking on him having a bounce-back year with better defense in front of him. That didn't happen. He had an even worse year. You pick up Magnus Halberg, you're hoping he's serviceable. He's been serviceable in some games, but this wasn't it. And no, again, the defense didn't help him out any, but there were a couple goals he should have had. And he just couldn't make the save. And it's three goals on 15 shots. And again, I know Vili Husso's also struggling right now. Again, again, again. Defense doesn't helping at all. But both our goalies are currently struggling. Can't really string together more than one start in a row. And, you know, obviously I have more faith in Vili Husso than Mag- Magnus Helberg right now. But this is just the polar opposite situation. We were talking earlier in the year where Vili Husso was like fifth in the league and goal saved above expected. And now we don't have a single goalie with a save percentage above 900. And, you know, this, this, this goalie situation right now is just really, really bad. And... I don't know, man. I this is this is not a good night. It's not a good no, night. I mean, and, it's not. And, and when you're, you're just 
like about about the goalie situation for sure. I mean, it's it's certainly not what we expected going into the year, or even what we thought it was going to be in you know November. Um, I I think we it's pretty clear that we have been giving a much longer leash to Huso than I, I mean. And deservedly so. Than a lot of than a lot he, of other people certainly have. Um, he earned a lot of that though early in the I, season. No, I mean yeah, I'm part of it. I agree, but I know that not everybody feels that way. Um, but I, I I I will say that while it is I think objectively true that it is you're gonna be hard pressed to find too many goalies that would put up like good seasons behind this defense because like everything we've talked about today and for the last three months, it feels like um, it's, that is not to say that this is a like typical, (laughs) we're going to make excuses for the goalie episode. Cause I, Halberg, he he had a couple of timely saves in overtime for sure. But, um, and like shootouts are dumb, but like he didn't look good in that at all. But, uh, re- just in regulation. I mean, really, like not a great performance, and like had a shutout through thirty, but like it just, I mean, he faced what eight shots through thirty, like <laughs> seven, eight shots through through the first half of the game. So like, um, yeah, like really a, a not great performance. A lot of 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 weak ones, and uh, again. Certainly, defense did him no favors. Uh, some 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 porous defense out front for sure, uh, but it absolutely can be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. This can be a really bad defense, and you could have gotten a really brutal goalie performance, and I think that's what tonight was. I'll end on this, Scotty, and it'll wrap us back to where we started the conversation at, or I guess where I started my rant at the start of the episode, where I talked for six minutes before I let you start talking. Um it's really hard right now to see the step forward. We kept preaching. We've been preaching even through the rough times that this is a step forward year and that the step forward is there. But after tonight, after this rough new year has been after we saw this same thing happen last season, where after the new year and especially after the all-star break, the Red Wings really began to lose hockey games. It's becoming painful to try and find ways in which this team has improved despite the roster being way better. Yeah. I marginally. Mean, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, like, like obviously this is, it's like 1230 in the morning right now and like tired and exhausted and just watched a brutal hockey game. And like, that's that's uh, I'm sure where a, a lot of you know raw emotion is going to come from uh, absolutely, but um, I, it's I mean like I said, man, they got what what did I say a two seventy win percentage since the beginning of December almost like it's it's been it's been a, a tough stretch for you know six weeks now and uh, at some point. It doesn't become a bad spell. It becomes just what the team is. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I mean, to try to just one last Hail Mary to try to make it a spin it positively. This is like around the halfway mark in the season. We got a yeah. lot of hockey left still. Um, I'm sure that this will not be the roster after 
uh, game 82, certainly not after deadline day, I guess is what I'm implying. Um, some, some changes are, are gonna come. And I mean, I, 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 there's still a lot of hockey to be played, I guess is really all, all, all I can formulate in my brain. There's still a lot of hockey played. Uh, I, I'm sure that the overall outlook of the season is not going to be this negative because we do have some some positives to talk about. There is some positive developments, individual players that uh, we didn't expect much from that that are are playing really well. But um, I, I still think the step forward can be there, and I still think that it is there. Uh, I just think after games like tonight, with how the last month and a half has gone, it's it's a lot more difficult to see that's all yeah yeah that's well put that's well put uh it's 12 30 12 31 to be exact uh as we were recording this so let's wrap it up we'll come back tomorrow in higher spirits and try to rally ourselves for a game on friday against the vegas golden knights <laughs> so we'll be getting having any final thoughts i gotta always ask you know, all of this in a consideration. Never gonna, forget that that we still do be balling, though. True, true that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day. Bet online.